Mark here for another great Mark 2.0. My co-host is Brian and from Northern Arizona, Ryan David Orr joins us. We are just thrilled. Hello. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and comment and share. Ryan, welcome. Hello. Thank you. How's it going? Thanks so much for being here, man. And uh, yeah, go Arizona. Yeah, right. We <laughs> exactly. are in yeah. Phoenix, bro. Uh, yeah. yeah, right on. Just yeah. down the mountain. Yeah. I want to start out by asking you about the Sholo Film Festival that was happened recently. Your yeah. song, Mr. Anderson, premiered there. Is that correct? It did, yeah. The video, we had been working on the video for a couple months and um, and submitted it to the film festival. And um, yeah, it won an award there. It was pretty cool. Um, got to see it on the big screen a few times and do some Q&A about the what went into making it and um, kind of the concept behind the song and stuff like that. So yeah, it was really cool. What about what went into the making that and and the give us all that q a stuff yeah so um it's kind of a heavy song it's got kind of heavy subject matter it's um it is kind of based on a, a story from my my adolescent years um and we so i had the narrative the narrative pretty much follows the lyrics to a t almost as far as the, the what you see in the video um but we we kind of had to figure out like how we were going to shoot each part and where the locations were going to be, you know, typical stuff, I guess, for film projects, but, um, it was, you know, super low budget. I mean, I have, I have film equipment and stuff like that, but I think we paid like three teenagers, 20 bucks a piece. That was our budget. <laughs> and so, <laughs> nice. um, we, we had to figure out, you know, what locations we were going to shoot in. And, um, I kind of had to figure out how I wanted to tell the story. So went through the whole storyboarding process at the beginning, trying to figure out how to, how to tell the story in a, a short amount of time because it's really kind of a narrative piece and so it takes you through a lot of different visuals and so it took a while to storyboard it and then after we started filming um it took a while to really get all the shots that were going to work for the purpose of telling the story and so then you know just the editing process is can be a nightmare <laughs> at the end you know it takes I hear a long you, brother. time but yeah yeah so it was a it was kind of a long process over the course of a few months we had one one issue one day where we we had we finally got we it was our third try getting the right actors in the right spot at the right time and we had to coordinate all these schedules and we finally got everybody to show up in this spot and we had it all planned out how we were going to shoot it. And it started pouring rain. Mm. And so then we had to just change how the narrative worked. I was like sitting in the car trying to think, okay, what do we do? What's our plan B? And I looked at the radar and thought, okay, the rain's supposed to stop in like three minutes. <laughs> so I text everyone, all right, get ready, get ready. We're going to, you know, if the rain stops, we have to shoot this and kind of just reinvent how this part of the video happens. <laughs> so that's what we ended up doing. So it was a long process, but it was really cool. And it was pretty awesome to see it, you know, on the big screen and stuff. Wow. <clears throat> sure had tons of heart. No wonder you won. <laughs> right on. <laughs> that's amazing. Thanks. So, um, well, where'd you grow up anyway? Uh, so I was born in Southern Oregon, Ashland, Oregon, and I grew up uh, mostly in Oregon and California um, until I was about, well, I guess uh, until I was about 13, I lived in Oregon and California. And then my mother was a, um, a folk singer, kind of country crossover singer songwriter. And so she wanted to move closer to Nashville. So we, when I was about 13, we moved to middle Tennessee, just outside Nashville. And, um, and then I was in the South until I, until after I graduated high school. And then, so yeah, kind of moved around a lot, but 
I love Tennessee. I yeah, do. Uh, it's I do amazing. Too. Nashville is insane. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so when did this whole music thing start for you? Well, I first started with music when I was about seven years old. I started playing violin. My mom was the one that got me into music. And um, I played for about five years or something. And then I got into rock music and I wanted to play guitars and bass and drums and stuff. And so then I just picked up rock music, music uh, instruments, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. The violin. Yeah. Wow. That talk about that, dude. Actually, honestly, I come from, you know, I've done a lot of live performing bars and stuff. Yeah. So now, though, I have other appreciations, and one of them is is this bluegrass family that just blows my mind. And there's this one, just a just great fiddle player. And, and I just get emotional and stuff, you know, but, and, and, and you, but your mom, let me, let me ask you about your mom though. Cause, yeah. cause their mom is like, um, has a, like a degree in music education okay and like taught them all. And it, it's so cool. But, but your mom, so how far did she go? Like with her performing and, and, and her, her craft? Yeah, she, um, she, I think she, over the course of her, she actually passed away in 2013, but over the course of her life, I think she released like four or five albums. Oh. Um, she recorded a couple of them in Oregon before we moved to Tennessee. Um, and actually my first studio experience was singing backing vocals on one of her records. And then um, she, when we got to Nashville, she made a couple more and, and that was a cool experience oh for gosh. her to record wow. because she got to record with some like top-notch Nashville cats. I think. Oh, God, what Martin do you remember about all that? So you heard, her oh, no wonder you are, you know, you have a very cool demeanor, calm demeanor, you know, and you seem very, you know, I don't know, there's something really cool about you. And <laughs> it know. just, you just, no wonder, cause you come from all of that. And you seem like unshaken by all of that, you know, and we're, yeah. me and Mark are here going, oh my God, you know, but your mom just <laughs> really like yeah. got to know and you were hanging out with yeah. big names. Yeah, there were some, there were some big names that got to play on her, that were playing on her records and stuff. Big producer was doing one of her records. Um, she didn't, you know, break through with the thing that about Nashville is that there are a lot of rules, right. To country music and stuff like that, mm-hmm. as far as like songwriting and, um, especially at that time that was like in the late 90s or I guess mid 90s and uh, she they, they actually told her as a couple of producers were like hey if you want to sing these other songs that these other people wrote you know and they kind of like were hinting at getting her into like the industry mm-hmm. and she was kind of hard-headed that way she was like oh, I want to play my own songs and it's like okay <laughs> that's, yeah that's the way she ultimately wanted to go you know and I understand that being a songwriter it's like you get attached to your craft and and you want to really you know perform your your original works of art and stuff like that but um yeah it was an interesting interesting time yeah what about your style of music what kind is it is it folk or how would you describe it um yeah i usually say indie folk um it's kind of indie rock indie folk some meeting somewhere there I, i tend to write mostly on acoustic guitars and i perform a lot with acoustic guitars uh, but I do have a lot of rock influence and uh, some some blues and and stuff like that. So the, those influences come through in what I'm playing. So it's usually uh, on the folky side, though, more organic sounds. I heard the sample and it was really a good hook. You know, it had a it had a rock edge, though. 
yeah. the, 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 that piece that you chose for your sample is that one of your favorite songs there um oh i don't know oh. um yeah, that's hard to say i mean cool. it, you know i i usually people ask that sometimes like what is your what's your favorite stuff that you've done or whatever and it's usually just whatever's happened last <laughs> because yeah. there's so much stuff you know it's like like i just a couple or i guess it's been a couple months now yeah i released my my 10th studio album solo album and then you know i'm, I'm usually wow. collabing and doing other stuff so it's like <laughs> my favorite is like whatever was the freshest <laughs> wow. wow so you're wow. obviously really really skilled and really really knowledgeable you're not just you know just starting out you you you're just what's your goal right now what are you aiming for right now <laughs> um that's a a tough one too i mean i, I want I, i'm open to the music being as successful as it can be you know um and and i'm i'm into that um the thing i think is is always a conflict is that i also really like the other parts of my life or i it um i don't want to be completely overwhelmed or consumed you know by um by something taking off or or, or, or being something that i can't manage myself you know whatever mm -hmm. that means mm -hmm. or whatever in whatever capacity um so you don't want that to happen uh, yeah i don't want to feel like i'm i'm so overwhelmed that i can't like you need managers and shit to deal with it all right yeah they're like huh. a huge team of people i i would love wow. to, i mean my goal honestly my what i would love to do is just write records and perform maybe 30 shows a year 40 shows a year in like nice listening rooms that would be like my wow. ideal thing i actually like i have a lot of um, I'm, I'm pretty busy when I'm not playing music. So, um, you know, something like that would be, would be great. And that's kind of my goal right now. I've been working with a couple of, uh, of publicists and, um, record, like record producers and things like that to get new work done and, and just mm -hmm. kind of try to network and, and build it up to that point if I can, if I can get it there. But, um, yeah, it's always kind of, uh, one of those, one of those things where you feel, especially as an independent musician, like you're, you kind of have to reframe your idea of success all the time, because um, if you, if you get caught in this sort of like in the cogs of trying to always be bigger or always make you know more happen, I think it can be really um, overwhelming, sort of like oppressive <laughs> for the mm -hmm. self. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful perspective, but everyone on this show is pretty much trying to head in the upward trajectory right <laughs> and yeah. uh, uh this is very very refreshing yeah it really <laughs> i think i mean this because you are not about the money you're yeah. not about anything but your craft i i dare i say do you really do you really care about getting your new music out or do you want to just <laughs> throw it at new audiences as a new thing because to get the reaction and the feeling from the is that where you really find your glee in a live setting? <laughs> um, well, I do a lot of the time. Um, it's and that's a tough call because I mean it's it's kind of one of those things where uh, on the the flip side of everything that I just said, 
I really do want people to listen to it. <laughs> you know, I do want to share it with people or whatever. And I do hope that people like connect with it and, and listen to it and dig the records and stuff like that. So well, I um, dig, I was digging on it for yeah, sure. And I, I like I to it. promote it because I was thinking about sitting here like, wow, we're lucky to have this guy. He doesn't need us at all. <laughs> he just, <laughs> just wants to, uh, you know, but thank you for being here again, you know, and oh, uh, yeah, we, sure. we would really dig on sharing that. Um, yeah, so, what about your inspiration? What What is your inspiration when you write a song? Good yeah, question. Um, wow. Well, from song to song, it jumps all over the place. That's um, good point. For example, I just finished up writing this one that I sent to a producer actually in Nashville. And it was uh, essentially about kind of my family lineage. So like back of 100 years, uh, my great grandfather um, living through the Dust Bowl, Great Depression kind of stuff moving from um, midwestern united states out to california and so it it kind of follows a narrative like that and sometimes i do that i'll visit like stories from my family's history you know um sometimes it's just about people i know uh, it's mostly about people i can i can say that probably the common thread about most of my inspiration is like the human condition and mm. what i find most inspiring is is people and their inventions and i mean that figuratively and literally i think i, I tend to write a lot about um people going through that process of like ripping the layers away from themselves but i also get really inspired by just like cities or you know human creations like that living up in the mountains a lot of people ask me if i get inspiration um from the mountains or from nature and stuff like that and and usually the answer is not really i i spend a lot of time in nature and i love nature but I don't, I, my inspiration usually mostly comes from people, you know, and just kind of experiencing life. <laughs> you're really good at this. You're really like self-aware and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you're, you're, you're very poetic. Even when you speak, it's really yeah, fun to you. talk to you. Oh, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> so I bet you have a lot of people like trying to figure out how you do it and, you know, and uh, trying to get close to you. Like uh, you have kids trying to, trying to learn from you and stuff. I do sometimes. In fact, I used to do lessons um, or give lessons but uh yeah yeah I, I think that happens sometimes it's funny that you mentioned that i tomorrow i actually have two singles that are coming out tomorrow mm -hmm. and one of them is just one that i sang on and the reason i sang on it is because i was playing a show uh, locally here and there was this kid in town from france with his parents mm -hmm. and he was i don't know he's probably 18 or something i'm not even sure how old he is but he had his like Panasonic GH5 and he's like taking pictures and stuff. And he came up to me after the show and, and he said, uh, I got this song and I got all the music and I got a melody and, and all that. And I have lyrics, but I don't sing well. <laughs> he's like, well, you sing, you sing this song, you sing these lyrics on this song. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. So we've been kind of like collabing back and forth me sending uh the vocal tracks to him and him mixing it into his song it's like this edm track it's pretty fun and uh and so yeah that one of the the new collabs i have coming out is just this vocal part that i sang for this kid that was like <laughs> and tell us the names of both of them that are coming out yeah so so that one is called need to be free and i'm not sure what his artist name is actually like what where to look on on streaming platforms um and i was kind of unfamiliar with the platforms he was using mm -hmm. um they're kind of new and 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 
I, I'm not really sure, but the song is called Need to Be Free. And I'll probably post that on my socials and stuff like that. But then the the new one that I'm releasing is called How Long. Yeah. And it's it's one that I um I did all the the recording and most of the production. And then I had a, there's a studio in London called the Animal Farm and they mixed it. And so um we're releasing that tomorrow. But yeah, it's called How Long. That'll be on all all streaming platforms at midnight cool very cool yeah. heads up everybody so <clears throat> that's how you basically do it right that's all, all most of your music and stuff how does youtube come into all this oh well yeah i, I mean sometimes i'll do uh live streams this is actually like kind of where i do a lot of my live streaming is that's like good. Right it's a nice setup this. it really mm -hmm. is but thanks um so then i'll do it you know i'll use like obs and record the whole thing and then i'll go sure. back later and cut out the songs that i think i did really well on and <laughs> nice. upload those to youtube and then um you know i've been making music videos since like um 2013 i think was when i i actually finished a degree in film then so that i and i did it specifically so that i could make music videos and so i've been making music videos since then and that's a really good tool for you know promoting music and stuff like that so that's where youtube comes in but i do still also like like here's this is vinyl yeah and uh and i've got I've, my studio is kind of a mess right now i got like boxes of merch all around and stuff. yeah <laughs> that's but, a good um, thing yeah so i try to release it on as many um make it as accessible as possible you know there's still people that like buy vinyls at shows and buy cds at shows and hell yeah I, I, we, we were talking of some someone released cassettes even though he yeah. knew no one could yeah. no, right, right. no one even unwrap it it's just cool <laughs> yeah. to have yeah. just put and it you do all this from Sholo. <laughs> yeah right. Sholo, arizona why Sholo? why Sholo? yeah why um so i I've lived in this area for like 17 years or something now. So I moved around a lot and, um, and my mother was living here in 1999 to, let's see, when did I come here? I think I, I moved to Sholo in like 2005 mm. and my mother had been living here and I was living in New York and it started just kind of getting crazy. It was super expensive and um it was getting nutty i was playing with a rock band there and so i just was on the phone with her one day and um said i needed a change of some kind need to get out and do something else and so she's like come to arizona and try this out so i did and i've pretty much been here ever since i think i moved to california for about a year in the middle of that but i've been here pretty much since then Mm. it sounds and to me like you had a lot of opportunities that you just didn't want to go down that road of fame yeah i kind of i kind of waffled on it a few times um i had bands that i was in and people that i was playing with in fact my drummer before i left new york he was like man the thing i'm worried about is like we started playing some shows and getting some buzz going and now you're gonna leave and it's gonna all fizzle out yeah, yeah. there's always something to consider and obviously you know um this is not like an epicenter of culture or population or anything the, the mountains up here it's fairly rural no. um, yeah. but we you know i really love that's actually one of the reasons i love it is because it's close to the mountains um <laughs> this terrain is similar to where i was born and raised in oregon um you know lots of pine trees and um seasons we actually have seasons in fact it's <laughs> snowing you can't really see out there now it's snowing right now wow um 
so it's you know it's it's got a lot of the things a lot of the features the geographic features and climate features that i've always really loved bro yeah. i will retire in northern arizona i think a lot of people there's nothing Phoenix, like arizona i swear <laughs> two hours you're on a different planet right yeah absolutely <laughs> you know? absolutely i've never experienced like the you know, you can you can literally find below zero temperatures up here and then above 120 degrees down there, you know, like it's crazy. It's mm -hmm. a huge, huge broad spectrum. Yeah. It's something about the air in the pines. Yeah. It's just like the smell of all that. And I just want to breathe it all the time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll end up there somewhere. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what my wife and I love about it. We're out in the woods every weekend, like somewhere. We go wow. out somewhere. That's wow. great. Yeah. Sounds yes. nice. Probably have a bunch of kids and dogs and stuff. So back back to your music. <laughs> we don't, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Mark. Sorry. No, I was gonna say back to the music. It, is there anyone that you're like really in awe of uh, music-wise that you would love to share the stage with? Oh man. Um, yeah, I mean, there are a bunch of people. Uh, I would I would love to be on any stage that any of Tom York's bands play on Radiohead or Smile or any of the any of the projects Tom York is messing around with. He's amazing. Um, I love I love Tool, even though that's just not a style of music that I play. <laughs> that would be incredible. Oh, for um, sure. Uh, Iron and Wine is one of my favorite, you know, indie folk artists. Um, the national anything the national does i think is great um alt j is pretty impressive um one of the bands that i recently got into through a friend and we're actually going to see their show in phoenix in december is a band called palm i don't know if mm. you've heard of palm but oh man I, i've been trying to wrap my head around this new record that they put out that's it's mind-blowing it's it's just time signatures over time signatures and just crazy stuff Mark, we might want to go. If yeah, I know. His I'm, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, gonna be it's super sure. impressive. Yeah, it's no. very technical and amazing music. Let's try to contact them, Mark. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll have to. <laughs> yeah. Get them. <laughs> yeah, I think they're playing at Rebel Lounge. Or, or, yeah, maybe Rebel Lounge. Yeah. What I'm amazed is that you've got 10 albums yeah. and counting and uh so do you go pretty much an album at a time you throw singles out well i've started transitioning kind of to singles um i i always did do albums i, I you know it kind of is the aftermath of like growing up in in the the night getting most of my music like in the 90s you know where it was, it was all record stores and i would spend every day all day you know in record stores and um and that experience of like having, you know, being able to like tangibly grab the album and look at all the artwork <laughs> and look at all the lyrics and all that stuff, just the whole experience. So I think I, I think in albums, <laughs> you know, I sort of, yeah. they kind of all go together or they group themselves together by default, mm -hmm. but I've kind of, you know, just as technology has advanced, you kind of have to shift with whatever's, you know, how is it being consumed now? So I've kind of They're slowly over. disappearing, I think they are yeah and it's the thing about um tangible records is um that they kind of almost lend this element of memorabilia you know so like i still go and buy records at shows that i'm at because it's like sort of 
it's almost like a trophy from the show or something you know so you if you have your favorite bands you've got this tangible like artifact that they you know that they put out which is kind of cool i can't i do that with everything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my kid does that with everything yeah. <laughs> well what were some of your favorite live performances throughout your career um, my favorite say that again sorry you some of your live favorite live performances throughout your career um let's see um there were there were several that just had really great crowds there was one time i um got to open for vanessa carlton in scottsdale wow. and that was really cool playing at um i don't it was called the venue is called livewire i don't even know if it's called livewire anymore but um that room was just incredible it was just a beautiful room um that was a really cool show uh, i had a lot of fun my my band one incarnation of my band about seven or eight years ago up here um used to rehearse in this studio in like an industrial park at the, the end of town and um and i i decided i wanted to like have the show be in our rehearsal space and so we kind of set up the whole rehearsal space with uh, the stage kind of on one end of the room and and this warehouse had enormous canvas um draperies around it so it had a really good room sound and uh i brought in a projector and played um some uh godfrey reggio films uh, like koyana scotsi <laughs> over over the back and it's mostly just an image driven film that um doesn't have you can just mute it and then you've got these great visuals the whole time and it was just projected over the band and so we kind of turned the rehearsal space into a live performance and uh and a bunch of people came to that that was a really great show um i've had some great festival experiences over the years um tucson folk festival is always kind of fun to play had some good shows there um i i got to play a couple years ago i went on tour in germany and i played in uh hamburg at this um it was it was called spielbudenplatz it was like in the middle of town like this stage in the middle of of a couple streets that were just packed with people partying and that was really oh, great to like uh, play, you know just stand press. on the stage surrounded by people just doing their thing and you know kind of play to the whole whole street yeah so there yeah there have been some fun ones that would have been great germany yeah. oh wow yeah uh so i saw they have a new song called what is that song tomorrow called um uh, how long how long oh yeah yeah how long what's that about can you talk about that yeah, so it's it's basically sort of this um, sentiment of trying to find somebody, uh, you know, romantically that you you feel like you can count on and like you feel um, solid about. So that's kind of how, it, you know, the, the refrain is how long will this go on? I've always been afraid the decisions that I made are wrong. So it's it's sort of like trying to find that that special someone but it's it's kind of a funky uh when i was writing it i was listening to a lot of um like marvin gay and motown stuff so it's got this funky kind of groove to it and a lot of falsetto vocal in it um even though it's kind of an acoustic jam so oh, when you told me what it was about yeah i thought it'd be kind of like mellow and stuff but yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's, still, be... it's still pretty mellow for the most part but it's it's groovy it's got you know drums and a really solid bass line and yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Yeah. 
Now, you recently did a collaboration uh, with Will McCaskey called Wasteland. Can you tell Will us McCaskey, about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my my good friend. He, he lives in Nashville now, too. Oh. And we've we've collaborated a few times on stuff. He's a hip-hop artist. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've collaborated on several songs, mostly stuff that was going to go on albums of his. Um, and then he came out to visit here. This was only a couple months, three months ago. And... Uh, and came to the studio because I had been throwing this beat at him and just saying, like, I got this idea for a song, but I want I want a verse. I want a hip hop verse, you know, in the middle of it. And uh, so he happened to be in town and he just came to my studio and um, and we kind of threw down on that. So that was a really fun collaboration. And uh, it was a fun one to produce because it's it was such a departure from the indie folk type thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun. Well, you've done so much. Um, do you want to tell people like where to get a hold of you, or do you want to just tell them where to listen to your music, or what do you want to sure. put out there? Sure, yeah. Um, so uh, RyanDavidOr.com is is a quick, easy way to to access my music. Um, you can access my store there and all the videos I've done and stuff like that. Um, I generally sell all my stuff through Bandcamp, so you can hear stuff on there and then you can buy stuff on there, but then any streaming platform. So like it's on Spotify and Apple Music and all those. Um, if you just search Ryan David Orr in any of those spots, then you'll come up with, with my stuff. That's the, that's the main stuff. I've just been uh, trying to, to promote the new record and uh, the new video. And those have been kind of my main things I want people to go check out. If you check out YouTube, check out the Ryan David Orr YouTube channel. You can see all the videos. And subscribe too. Videos. Yeah, make sure to subscribe yeah, too. Yeah, yeah get over to Ryan's channel and subscribe for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds to me like you've made it. You're kind of already like a success story that's just like coasting on this magic carpet now. And you're just flying around, just kind of doing whatever you want, you know, and taking things as they come. And I just really like, it's really refreshing to talk to somebody like you, who's not just like, um, let me ask you one last question. What's the most glamorous thing you ever saw your mom go through as her, in her career? Oh, man. Um I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I think the most glamorous thing she went through, I wasn't actually there for. Mm. <laughs> um, she had a studio session with a, um, a pretty big producer in Nashville and uh, Garth Brooks bass player was playing on the song. And there was a bunch mm -hmm. of like big name Nashville cats that go on mm. huge tours, that wow. kind of thing. Um, and so I wasn't actually there for that. That was a studio experience that she had making a record. But I think that was probably the most glamorous thing that she had. Happened. But you think your mom pretty much was just so into her own art and was that she didn't want to bend it at all. You know, I, yeah. was, I was the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that is pretty much mm. what it was. I don't know. Maybe it hurt, hurt her commercially, but um, she, you know. Mm. Just felt like she uh, wanted to stick with her craft. Then again, there, there's no dump truck full of money they can drive up to you, right? <laughs> right. Ryan, and say, you got to play this, though. You're not going to do it, are you? Right. Yeah, I know. That's a tough call. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know what? You know what I noticed is, you know, a bunch of good moms. Yeah. That's what we really? run into yeah. here. Mom that's after fine. mom. They're just like awesome behind them and just yeah. pushing and it's just it's just beautiful, you know, to hear these stories to me, you know, yeah. but uh, but uh, is there anything else you like to Mark, did you want to ask anything else? 
No, this this was such a thrill, Ryan. I mean, it really you really was. are accomplished. Yeah, right yeah, I I, I could talk to you for you know you know all night, but um, what, is there anything else you want to touch on or uh, share with our uh, listeners? Um, yeah, not not really. I mean, the main thing is the new single drops tomorrow. Um, you can go to ryandavidor.com and check out um the new record, and then uh, I'll be releasing uh the the new album is called new imperials this is what it looks like it's not on streaming platforms yet but it will be mid-december so wow, the whole album nice. will be on spotify and apple music and everything uh december 15th i think all right well just listening to you for a half hour ryan i can tell you're smart you're savvy your music is the same i i i told mark no lie, right? Mark, I'm like, Mark, listen to this. I got the phone out. I'm like, yeah, yeah this guy's really good. You know, he's really <laughs> good. Watch. And, uh, you know, you, you, you dropped right in where I knew, uh, I, as soon as you started talking, I'm like, oh, this guy's just all about his art, you know, and yeah, right it's just really, really cool oh, to yeah. know you today, but awesome. anything Thanks. new happens, please come back and because we'll always, you know, do a show for you, yeah, you awesome. know, and, uh, you know, go where is Zona, you know, yeah, maybe I'll see you at that concert, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Definitely. But anyway, awesome. yeah, great talking to you and come back soon. For sure, you? yeah. All right, we'll do. All right, Thanks brother. a lot. Take yeah. care.